Hello and welcome to Now Fear This with Becky and Marie, the podcast about all the things that scare the shit out of us and a few things that don't. And this is a very special episode because we're adding a few fears, our 12 fears of Christmas, just to make it extra special, right? For y'all. We want to make yeah. it extra special for y'all because we didn't run out of fears no. for Christmas. There's way too many holiday fears that are out there. And so we decided we're going to keep adding on each year a certain number of fears. And we have some very specific ones. Um, so, Marie, what are you fearing this holiday season? Well, um, you know, you and I were having a, a conversation before the show about the supply chain issues in L.A. and, and Seattle. And it's pretty real. I'm starting to notice, like we were talking about, Starbucks is missing ingredients and like James and I were trying to get some framing done and the framing store was saying that there's like key ingredients missing for framing. It's, it's like across the board. And I've we also had to noticed- get a new fridge. We have to get a new fridge and we ordered it already. So we're sitting here in November, right? Ask me when that sucker is going to come in. February. June. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Well, it's, it's absolutely crazy, but this ties into my Christmas fear, which is shopping. Oh. And I have a lot of fears surrounding shopping, like whether or not I'm going to be super depressed because of how the clothes fit me when I try things on or like whatever, you know, you fall in love with something and you find out it's not in stock. There's like all these horrible things that can happen when you go shopping, but around this time of year, a really big issue is stampeding and just people acting violent. And I was thinking the way people are acting in everyday life now, going to restaurants, being aggro and punching out stewardesses, what's going to happen on Black Friday, right? Now we've got the supply chain issue. Do we know what the product of the year is? The one thing everybody's got to have? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to Google that while you're yeah. Talking about your Black Friday. I'm going to Google. <laughs> Do you know the origins of Black Friday? I know the what it means. Like all the stores finally go into the black before the end of the year. That's all I know. So that's actually not how it started. Oh, good. Do tell then. This is from allthatsinteresting.com. The term itself was first recorded September of 1869. And it had nothing to do with Black Friday shopping. Jay Gould and Jim Fisk, two Wall Street financiers, had bought as much of the nation's gold as they could in hopes that they could drive up the price for gold and sell it back for an incredible profit. Their plot fell through and sent the stock market plunging. So that was in the 1800s at Black Friday where everybody was like jumping off of buildings and killing themselves because their entire wealth was wiped out because of this. Oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah. I don't know why this would be brought up, but this is unconfirmed. Oh, well, by all means. I, let's spread some unconfirmed information. I love it. Yeah. Another grim myth regarding Black Friday's origins suggests that in the 1800s, Southern plantation owners were able to buy slaves at a discount the day after <gasps> Thanksgiving. No. So then the article says, however... There is no historical evidence to back this oh, up. <laughs> okay, that's why, like, it could be space aliens. Oh, wait, there's no evidence to back this up, but it could be. 
right? Well, look, I'm not going to apologize for Southern plantation owners, Oh God. but there's enough shit put on them. We don't need to make stuff up. <laughs> They're right? bad enough on their own. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've done enough. We don't need to make up stuff. <laughs> so the mo- yeah. most concrete story goes back to Philadelphia in the 1950s and 60s. The police there used the term Black Friday to describe the chaos that ensued in Philly the day after Thanksgiving. In Philadelphia, they were always host to the Army-Navy football game, which took place on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Everyone would attend the game and flock the city, and the police were forced to work overtime to do crowd control, and the, the city's businesses also got a boost on that day because everybody okay. was so, so Black the Friday, six- somebody decided they'd heard that term from a negative thing, but decided, oh, this is Black Friday because business is going to boost too, right? Which is right. what I always thought it was, but it was just Well, kinda... that didn't come until, um, some people say the 80s, some people say the 60s, but in the 80s, retailers took the concept and turned it into something surrounding stores to attract customers. And the connotation of stampeding and people acting like psychos wasn't a positive marketing campaign. So that's when they came up with the idea it's Black Friday because everyone goes in the black. So retailers use that last bit of time to make a profit, essentially. They go in the black. Um, People acting like psychos is not a good marketing campaign. That's the name of this episode. Right. So, right. People <laughs> acting like psychos. Is like, <laughs> I, they tried different things. They tried like Big Friday and Super Friday, but the Black Friday thing was already there in the back of people's minds. You know how something just happens in a culture and it happens everywhere? Yeah. And you try to pin it down to the certain person who said it or wrote it or right. what neighborhood it came from. And turns out it came from the neighborhoods in different states on the same day. And you really can't. Exactly. Yeah, it's like everybody in Texas claims the margarita, like they invented the margarita. And then the, Mexico's going, uh, hello. The margarita is an interesting thing. Cause when I was in Mexico, um, we did this, uh, tequila tasting and they were saying margaritas are really for Americans. It's not really something that Mexicans enjoy. You're welcome, Mexico. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Anyway, so in the Black Friday, stampeding and violent behavior has become such a terrifying thing that there's actually a website called the Black Friday Death Count. You sent that to me. That is absolutely remarkable. (laughs) Can you, yeah, explain what you see there? It's Yeah, uh, so it's a obviously black themed website yes black and white themed i'll put the link on our website fearthispodcast.com yeah this is amazing and it has a ticker at the top like one of those things you see at the old-fashioned airport tickers you know where the numbers just flip on little cards i loved it when clocks had that my parents had that clock i wish i still had it yeah i i really like a lot of retro stuff especially mid-century modern so cool yeah well, this website goes back to 2006. I'd be curious what the number would have been before that, because I remember there being violence on Black Friday for a long time. You know, yeah. people were always trying to grab that. I don't care if it was a VCR in the 80s. You know, people were just going crazy. Do you remember the Cabbage Patch thing in the 80s? Of course. Yeah. 
So since 2006, there have been 14 deaths and 117 injuries. And if you flip through or you scroll down, it's like seriously injured, shot, shattered hip. It's like right. hit by car in parking lot. Like, jeez. Oh, no, this is serious stuff. So I sent you a video of a collage of some of these stampedes. Okay, so we are sitting that? here in the aftermath of that Travis Scott horrifying trampling stampeding death concert and that video reminded me of that level of crowd surging where the crowd is its own living and breathing thing it looks terrifying yeah it was actually the seattle times did a really good job of covering this in 2008 when it happened walmart is one of the most dangerous places to be on black friday Mm -hmm. so i would say for the most part, avoid Walmart, Best Buy, Target, but Walmart is particularly- Well, avoiding Walmart is a good decision on any day. (laughs) (laughs) Just avoid it. I read some article that said that on Black Friday, the US military deems Walmart one of the most dangerous places on the earth, but I couldn't confirm that. So I think that goes in the category with the special deals on slaves for black friday (laughs) people are just making you know what if we play our cards right we could start a rumor connecting walmart to slavery on this show right (laughs) and people would be like wait wasn't there a thing where walmart was selling people right (laughs) right. at a discount on friday after thanksgiving right right (laughs) yeah so well and this year they don't have any product because all the human trafficked people are yeah there's just just walk in and pick the people that's who you just walk out with a person (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) all right so this is sort of the scene if you will the seattle times sets um Early Friday at Green Acres Mall. That sounds made up, Green Acres Mall. (laughs) That's got to be made up. Green Acres Mall in Valley Stream, Long Island, where the Nassau County Police had to be called for crowd control about 3 a.m. An officer with the bullhorn pleaded for order. Tension grew as the 5 a.m. opening By 4.55, no police officers in sight. A crowd of more than 2,000 people had become a rabble and could be held back no longer. Fists banged, shoulders pressed on sliding glass double doors, which bowed in the weight of the assault. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? If you worked at that store or if you worked in one of those stores, wouldn't you just sprint out? I'd run the other direction. I'm not, that's insane. So a lot of the articles that I read said that when the crowd broke the doors down, that employees were jumping on top of vending machines and stuff to get out of the way. So terrifying. The door shattered. The shrieking mob surged through in a rush for holiday bargains. One worker, Dimitri Damore, I'm probably pronouncing his name terribly, uh, 34 of Queens, was thrown back onto the linoleum tiles and trampled by the stampede. 2,000 people just killed him by running over him. That is so terrifying. People, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're saving five bucks on the latest Cabbage Patch doll? So a couple of really heroic store workers fought their way through the crowd to get to him, but he had already been fatally injured. 
He was pronounced dead an hour later at Franklin Hospital Medical Center in Valley Stream. Four other people, including a 28-year-old woman who was eight months pregnant, were sent to the hospital with injuries. So you know how I learned this because of that concert. Do you know how it is that people die in a stampede or in a crowd surge like that? You ever had the breath knocked out of you? Yeah. My sister punched me in the stomach once. And it feels like you're going to die, right? You just, you know, you, somebody (laughs) like it happened to me in softball. My dad came over and I was laying there thinking I was going to die. He just said, just, just give it a second. Your breath will come back. Right. So when you're in that crowd surge, your breath gets knocked out of you, but you never have enough space to get oxygen back into your body and you suffocate to death. Isn't that awful? Isn't that just the most terrifying? I think the police detective in this case was trying to watch the video to see who ran over him to press criminal charges. But when you got 2000 people doing this. Yeah. And then if you think about that too, suppose it was me that knocked him over. Well, the crowd's pushing me, you know, like once you're in that, you're in that ocean of people, you can't stop. Your body is not your own in that, you know? Right. Yeah. Certainly at a certain point you're trying to save your life too. Yeah. You have to make really snap decisions and you can just get pushed into the fray. Yeah. I looked it up. Green Acres Mall. It's right there in uh, Long Island. Sorry for the terrible New York accent, but Green Acres Mall is a long-standing enclosed shopping center offering 150 stores and a variety of eateries and free parking. So it's a mall and it just has a stupid name. Okay. So do you want to hear a couple of other incidents? I do. And then let's wrap up our terrifying shopping holiday experiences. It is quite terrifying. Apparently, a lot of people turn to pepper spray as a strategy for getting their products. So (laughs) what could go wrong? I mean, who gets up in the morning and says, I got to get that Xbox and the way I'm going to get it is I'm going to pepper spray the crowd. And no one who's ever sprayed pepper spray has ever inhaled pepper spray themselves, right? That just, that's... No. 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 32-year-old Southern California woman was accused of dousing a waiting crowd with pepper spray while she took off with a discounted Xbox. The young woman claimed self-defense against shoppers gone wild and told police shoppers were attacking her children for an xbox maybe you don't bring your kids to a black friday walmart in 2010 a heroic deed almost turned deadly when a u.s marine reservist was stabbed trying to stop a fleeing thief on black friday in mesquite texas in 2011 a woman almost crushed to death at a walmart and that the u.s army now lists walmart as the single most dangerous american city once a year but there's nothing to back that up so i don't know if that's true i'll declare it (laughs) didn't we already decide that they're trafficking people yes exactly (laughs) police are also known to behave badly and aggressively on black friday too now in all fairness I'm sure the police are scared to death too when this shit happens. So here's the example. This was in Buckeye, Arizona, 2011. People were stampeding at a store and a cop grabbed a grandfather, like an old man who had tucked a video game under his waistband to try and like carry it to the cash register. So basically I think he's hiding it to keep it away from- get assaulted by other shoppers? 
Yes. And the cop picked up the grandfather and body slammed him. Well, that makes sense. The man laid in his own blood for 10 minutes as cops cuffed him and charged him with shoplifting and resisting arrest. The video game was reportedly shaken, but not injured. Oh, well, <laughs> well what else matters? Now, this is unusual because normally these shoppers on Black Friday, they're like, someone's dying. Fuck it. We got to get our Xbox. And they just run around. Apparently, some of the shoppers were disturbed by the cop. Oh, this guy. So they stopped shopping <laughs> to like say some shit to the police. <laughs> So the most violent states on Black Friday are Arkansas, Tennessee, West Virginia, North Carolina, and Alabama. (laughs) Yay, Southern people! The lowest risk states are Vermont, Oregon, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. That's adorable. And California is number seven on uh, states with the highest chance of Black Friday violence. Texas is number 17. So there you go. There's something Texas is doing well, right? (laughs) 17. But the other thing I wanted to mention is what causes this and why people act this way. So the hustle.com references a couple of studies on why people basically act like assholes on Black Friday. And I didn't know this was a degree you could get, but Sharon Lennon is a professor of apparel merchandising at Indiana University, one of the- Good for her. Yeah. The thing that was cited by people that they interviewed was a feeling of inequity or an inequitable uh, transaction. And that it's like someone will, a grandma gets there at five in the morning and she's waiting at the front of the line. And then some dude just punches her in the face to go get an Xbox. The crowd just becomes irrational because of the process not being fair or rational, Mm. I think. And at a certain point, I think these stores have to be held liable for it. And I have found attorneys online that specialize in Black Friday injuries and deaths. Really? Yeah. And Walmart is in a lot of litigation about Black Friday stuff too, all the they time. They should be. Look at all the, all of these things happen at Walmart and you can't, it's like that thing about, you know, shouting fire in a crowded theater. At some point you are inciting violence. You're inciting the riot with your messaging, you know? Yeah. I don't know if they still do this, but I remember one of the things for a while was like the sale was only from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. How could you possibly not know that's going to lead to some level of violence? People are going to lose their shit. And they did. Yeah. I read one example where a store thought it would be a great idea to, after the customers got in the store, to drop gift certificates from the ceiling. No. Yeah. You know, like a balloon drop. Yes. So of course it went badly. Oh my God. Well, anyway, so I know after this episode, the two of us are definitely going to be shopping online and. Oh, heavens. Yes. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Bye.